it's happening again. Curtis Believe is already not. jamming out. Hey, Curtis. Believe it or not, guys. Good question. Oh, look at that. People can already see who it is. Um, when it comes to malaria meds, mm-hmm. can you take charcoal with them? Well, not with them, but like spaced out. If you, you would definitely want it to be spaced out, like I would say at least eight hours okay. if you could. The longer you space it out, the better. The sooner you take it with it, the more it will deactivate it. Gotcha. So if it's any in the if it's still in the intestinal tract or the GI tract, it'll dissipate it. Perfect. Okay. That's my question on hey the guys. intro. Episode <laughs> one hundred. It was supposed to Episode not show 100. one of the guests quite yet. But it already is. <laughs> so, so you guys know, yeah. episode 100, it's a special day. We have our lovely ladies with us today. Again, they agreed to do it again. It only took a, uh-huh. two years of convincing them. And yeah. uh, <laughs> we are, so this is what we're doing. Yeah, this is what we're doing. Coming at you guys, testing normal episode 100. Goodness. And it's a very special episode 100 because it's the 100th day and it's the day of mothers. Yeah. Mothers everywhere. Mothers everywhere. Yeah. And um, so Jordan and I kind of had talked about several different things about what we could do special day, Mother's Day, or not necessarily for Mother's Day in particular, but for testing normal. For episode (laughs) 100. um, Right, episode 100. And episode 100 landed hard on this day, and we knew it was Mother's Day. It's the right thing to do. We're excited to talk to our lovely ladies. Um, We thought about having our moms on. We did. We thought. We did. But, you know, we didn't. (laughs) We didn't. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) If anyone's wondering, that's awkward. It was intentional to be awkward. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Thanks for having us. Oh, my goodness. But we love you, moms. We're excited to be on here. And I don't know why you guys haven't asked us more often. Annie and I are very popular. So. This is true. Oh, yeah. You're, you're kind of a big deal. We have a lot to say. That's true. That's um, that's amazing. I love it. We yeah, might take it. it over. And, and we both <laughs> take it over. It. <laughs> yeah. We both hear it really often, and we love it. And so that's why we brought you here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Annie's Perfect. drinking wine. This could get interesting. <laughs> Annie's drinking wine. I've got myself a little margarita up and up on her. Yeah. <laughs> so the pregame show, a couple things always happen. Usually, one of us goes to the bathroom and or both. Curtis turns his microphone off. And this time, Curtis inhaled margarita like through his nose or something oh. at some point. Yes, it was a, not intentional. No, but it happened. Not intentional, but it happened, and you guys all missed it. Sorry, we got to be a yeah. part of it. So, okay. Well, so questions or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. First, mm-hmm. Curtis tried to pass this off on me, but you don't want me asking questions because last time I got myself into trouble. So we're not going to do that again. <laughs> Curtis wrote the questions, and uh, yeah, yeah. So explain what's going questions? on here because I have no idea what they are well, yet. I just like to delve into the mind of a mother on Mother's Day, you know? I think that's a fun fun thought process and explore their their intricate 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 <laughs> that margarita's kicking minds. in. If you take yeah, it the through the nose, in, it gets really strong. <laughs> but before I do that, before I do that, <laughs> I'm going to lay down some statistics and some information uh, pertaining to Mother's Day. Last time I kind of went into the history of Mother's Day a little bit, and this time I'm going to just put out some interesting statistics for everybody that's interested good um so currently 
The average age of new moms in the United States, can you ladies, what would you ladies guess the average age is now? The average? Uh, 28. 25. Very good guesses. 26. It's now 26. I win. Yep. I was closer. Wow. Haley, Haley won. You win. <laughs> yep, and well by done. Price is Right rules, you win because you didn't go over. Right. <laughs> this was an interesting statistic that I found. Um, on average, moms take about two minutes and five seconds to change a diaper on a child, which is equivalent to about three 40-hour work weeks each year of changing diapers. Sounds right. Um, fathers, on the other hand, <laughs> <laughs> just are changing diapers. Fathers, on the, on the average, though, take about a minute and 36 seconds to change a diaper. So we kind of got that. Now, it might not be as comfortable for the child. That's true. <laughs> right? Also, I question the thoroughness, thoroughness of the crevices. Cleanliness. This is true. Yes. Mm-hmm. Although, Very true. Although I did, and, and maybe they're listening now, I had an uncle that would just hold the child in front of the shower nozzle. That is so disgusting. Oh, efficient. <laughs> It's yeah. like a bidet for like, a baby the bidet. The moms are like, that's gross. And Curtis <laughs> it's is like, this is, this is world changing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, so the, um, oh, shoot, Jordan, can you make sure our stream is still going? I'm on my side. Um, it's going. That was well, on I turned it off. Facebook. It I looks mean. like it is. Yeah, I'm on Facebook. Okay. Um, okay, so yep, it's there. next statistic. Next statistic. Oh, babe, you should turn that down. Okay. Next statistic. Let's see. Okay, this is a pretty crazy one, I think. Can you guess the mom with the most kids in history, in recorded history? What is the mother with the most children in recorded history? Who is she or how many does she have? Oh, like how many children? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That would be really difficult for you to know her name. Um, Her name is Martha. Martha. How many? Uh, 32. That's crazy. That's a good guess. That's a crazy amount, but I think that's low. Um, For one woman to birth. 45. 45. Good, good guess, both of you. It is to the mother. Her name was Miss Fedor Vasilev from Russia. She gave birth to 69 children between... <laughs> Years of night of seventeen twenty five and seventeen sixty five. Sixty nine oh, children. Word. That's I mean I mean if you there had to be some doubles and triples in there. Her poor vagina. I, I mean Oh my right. gosh. That lady couldn't that lady couldn't blink without emptying her bladder. Our lady. The level of incontinence is off the chart, I'm sure. That'd be oh. horrible. Yes. That'd be horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Poor lady. All right. So on to the next interesting statistic. Your statistics are making me nervous. When I hear numbers, I <laughs> when someone says the word statistics or math or numbers, I hear in my head. Okay. I'm sweating. I'll I'll I'll, I'll use another word. It's gonna be okay. On, Those were okay. Keep going. It's good to it's good to like challenge yourselves. And this actually, I was. I would challenge this this fact that I looked up because I I feel like this might not be accurate, but from what I could find, 
the mother who gave birth to the heaviest baby um, was in Italy, and her newborn baby weighed 22 pounds, 8 ounces. You're supposed to let us guess. I'm sorry. <laughs> that would have been fun. Hang on. I totally I'll ask you a question. How heavy do you think the baby was? 22.8. You got it. <laughs> I was going to guess like 20 pounds. Okay. But does that sound like a world record to you yeah, guys? Yeah, for sure. Do you think heavier? Hugely, hugely rare. I mean, hugely rare. Oh, yeah. I could see someone like, like just like a giant lady that married a giant dude and having like a 25 pounder. Right. But Well, it, uh, yeah. just carrying that size of a child does so much damage to your body. I worked at a hospital and we did um, like, gosh, we just did 3,000 births a month and our record was 15 pounds. Wow. 300 births a month. Excuse me. We did like 300, you know, a lot of, a lot of births. I wonder if she had like a serious case of gestational diabetes. Right. Yeah. Also, was yeah. it a C-section? Probably. Probably. <sighs> yeah, because some, yeah, some things don't scale up. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like a person can be bigger, to a degree. but they don't scale up. Some things up. only scale up like, to not a degree. Like equal, you know, equal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, like the head. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, pretty wild, though. Um, okay, let's see. I only have one more for you guys, okay? Um, and this, I think, is not really that crazy of an idea. But I don't think this scientists, is crazy. Scientists believe that hormones that flood the brain during pregnancy actually now lead to permanent alterations in the mother's brain, similar to the way teenage hormones contribute to adolescent brain development. So... How they say, you know, I have, like, pregnancy brain? Yeah. Researchers are saying that they believe that there's a permanent alteration to certain either cognitive or emotional pathways with the hormone change during pregnancy. So it's like that. Why do you question that? Yeah, that's 100% true. Um, Why would somebody question that? I think somebody, I think some women in particular might be more leaning to question that than well, I think they would feel better about themselves knowing that yeah that explains why their brains are different mm-hmm. I think yeah. that is the empathetic way to think through that <laughs> <laughs> well because you can go crazy thinking like what's wrong with me mm-hmm. true like, yeah, no, yeah absolutely yeah crazy. it's a big hormone change um, alright so these are kind of a, and if you guys don't have answers to these questions, that's okay. They're just kind of, they're just here. They're here. Okay. So those, they're here. That was, that was trivia time. Now you have questions. Trivia I haven't time. read any of your All questions. Right. I don't, guys, don't blame me. Uh, just as long yeah. as there's no numbers in them. Okay. There's no numbers. If there's a train no like. is headed north <laughs> at 32 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, no word problem. And there's a child on it. <laughs> <laughs> Would you pull the lever for one child to survive? Oh, yeah. Or. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Mother's Day! Okay. Save the train. All right, we'll start off with we'll start off with something easy. Okay, did you ladies always expect to have a family when you when you were growing up? Did you always expect I'm gonna have I'm gonna have kids? I'm gonna have a big family. Is that something you always expected growing up, or did it change? You should specify who's going first. Take it, take it, Annie. Let's go. 
Go Annie first. Oh, I was going to let you take it. Yes. When I, my earliest memories were planning out my family and I wanted two boys and two girls and they all had names. And I was like, yeah, daydreaming about the family I would have someday at a very young age. Oh my. Yeah. What were the names of those children? Because I feel like we might have let you down on that. There are none, none of the names that we named our children. Were they named after Star Trek characters? <laughs> no. They were very 1990s names. Probably like Brittany and Justin. Monica and, you know. and Chandler. Yeah, my- and- <laughs> Chandler. Yeah. Phoebe. That's amazing. That's amazing. What about you, Haley? No way. I was not going to have a family. No, I was, uh, I just felt very overwhelmed by the brokenness in the world and um, in my own life. And I was like, I'm not going to bring a child into that to feel that pain. And then one day I was talking to this friend who was, he was an older man. And he was asking me, when are you and Jordan going to have kids? And I, I told him, oh, I don't, I told him, no, I don't want to have kids. And I told him why. And he said, yeah, you're right. It is hard, and the world is a, a scary place and a bad place, but the world needs more good people, and you could mm. make and raise good people. And I was like, hmm, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, you, when you get married and <laughs> when you get married when you're younger. And then I, we never, Jordan and I never actually planned to have children. I just, four glasses of wine and four kids came out. That's just what happened, so. I was always super happy. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. I mean, there was a process to that happiness. But yeah, there, for yeah, we both got of it us on. involved. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah, that. But <laughs> like, yeah, at first it was like, it was a shock every time because we, we weren't like, let's have another kid or let's have a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We were pretty planned, weren't we, babe, <laughs> with all three? Yeah. I think... Um, I don't know. I mean, I think you had a lot more plan in your head as far as like what you wanted. I think Tilly. Tilly was the one by far that I was the most like accepting and ready and like, yes, this is like, I am ready to pursue this to the degree that you were, you know. Um, But yeah, I think. I just like how she told you on that one. That was great. Yes. (laughs) It was, yes. So it's a gift you can't <laughs> take back, so and it's really expensive. <laughs> yes, I yes. think we told that story on the Mother's Day, like after it happened, maybe. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, super funny. Okay. So next next question. Um, we'll start with Haley. Was there anything, and this might be a little bit tricky because you didn't think about having kids a lot, but was there anything you promised yourself you wouldn't do like you saw other parents, you know, you're like, Oh, I would never do that with my kids. Is there anything you promised yourself you wouldn't do that you found yourself doing now that you're a parent? That's a good question. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I think I knew better than to make those kind of uh, assumptions and judgment calls, you know, cause I hadn't walked in those shoes. So I don't think so. Um, I was pre okay. I was determined to not have whiny children, and I was irritated by whiny children, and I still am. 
And Mm -hmm. I don't think I had whiny children. And when they do, I say, oh, um, I'm going to let you go work out your emotions and not in my presence. So when you are feeling better, you can come back and talk to me. So I've just always removed them from my presence when they're whiny. And then it worked out great. So and then, I mean, we talk about feelings. I'm like really into feelings, but not in that way. So mm-hmm. probably that, but I, I stuck to it. And um, there was one other thing. Annie, you you go, and then I'll, I'll think of the other thing I was <coughs> thinking about. Uh, the question was, like, if what do we wish we had parented better? I've missed the question. No, no, no. no. Um, while you were drinking your wine, I said. I was choking. I know. Right. I'm just kidding. Yeah, she was dying over there. We all just were um. being completely inconsiderate. Was there anything, babe, was there anything that you promised yourself you wouldn't do before you became a parent? Like, well, towards- a promise is a big word, but I definitely think I had, like, expectations. Like, I was judgmental of other moms before I was a mom when I would mm-hmm. see kids, like, screaming. And then another pet peeve of mine was kids with just snot coming down everywhere and just crested boogers everywhere and drool everywhere like that I told myself that will not be my kids and, <laughs> and, like, and I bet they weren't me. shame on me for judging those moms but I do not let my kids go anywhere with a dirty nose <laughs> I'm constantly cleaning mm. up their noses <laughs> um, but as far as like screaming goes we have a screamer and there is I have learned there is absolutely nothing I can do to prevent that but I can teach and correct in the moment um but it happens and it's awful that happens well one thing i do remember you like not profusely but fervently saying you would never do before we had kids oh remind me oh you hated it when you saw kids outside like at the grocery store or some places, you hated it when you saw them without shoes or socks on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Barefoot kids in public. That was really hard for you, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I... Has that held? I had, or are you like... Has okay that held? Yeah, now? does that hold? Oh, yeah. I mean, the only times I think my kids wouldn't have shoes in public is if they were babies and they are wearing footy pajamas in a car seat or something like that. But they would always have shoes on. Yeah. Like, and I'm talking like to the store, not like to a park. They love going barefoot, you know, outside. That's fair. Right, right. You dress up for okay. Safeway. <laughs> yeah, get your get your best, get your Sunday's best on for Safeway. Yeah. Or going fancy, also, going around. Also, as a nurse, I know how filthy gross floors are. You know, like just ooh. knowing. Ooh. Can I? Ooh. Yeah, you tell a floor story. Oh, I don't know if I should. Is it okay to do that, you think? Well, I, I mean, think you've it's already good snorted a margarita. I need to know about the floors where you work. Well, I'm not going to say which place it was that I was working, okay? But there was a place that I was working in a doctor's office, and there was a patient exam that needed to be done. And a gentleman was in the room. I had to do an exam, and it was a, 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 genital, a genital exam on a gentleman. And he pulled out the examination uh, item material <laughs> and material began dripping out of the item and landed on the floor 
and it was very green, green floor or green material that came out of them. Really, really, really bad STD basically. Right. Mm. So it went all over the floor. I was like, Oh my God, this is really gross. By the way, it barely dodged it from hitting my shoes. So, um, I'm like, okay, well that's really, that's pretty, that's pretty bad, but, um, get, take care of the guy and then leave the room, call housekeeping, housekeeping cleans, you know, to the degree that they can. Right. Um, but still in the back of my head, I just remember like 10 seconds ago, there was like this nasty stuff on the ground and then I leave and I come back and there's a new patient in the room, but the patient brought their kid and the kid is walking, you know, hands and knees on the ground with no like you know like just a diaper just kind of climbing around doing all this stuff with their face i'm just like no pick your kid up please don't let your kid walk on this floor even though like they had cleaned as much as they could like you know chlorhexidine like all this like sanitizing wipes but it's still just like this terrifying thought like i never let your kids crawl on the ground in a doctor's office if you can avoid it pediatric offices are probably a little bit better i would say logic would lead you to that did you say chlorhexidine Mm-hmm. That's a big word. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's the only comment I had on that. <laughs> oh. I feel like That's that should wipes. gross me out more than it does. It just doesn't bother me for some reason. Well, you don't have to see it, and you have to move your feet out of the way. Well, I think I out of the whole story, the part that grosses me out is the kids yeah. on the ground. That's the part that grosses me out. Not necessarily yeah. the gentleman. But that's the part I feel like should gross me out more. I don't know. I've just lowered my standards so much with every boy That's quite the lower yeah but then again i would like the, our famous conversation i would drink out of a toilet for 20 bucks it's true so. really she offers now, that all the time let's, and let's it's get, not like we're not even like specific here we're not exaggerating here either like this happened just like what five six days ago i the didn't kids drink like, out of a toilet no she didn't drink out of a toilet but the kids said would you do something i don't even remember what it was for like a thousand dollars she goes i drink out of a toilet for 20 like it wasn't even like on the table it was just there just Uh, like like a quarter cup just something i could gulp down you know you could just take some probiotics you'd be fine 20 bucks essential oils probably handle it like okay just fix it now Haley, would that question would that work if it was not your toilet like if you're at yes the original question originates in a las vegas casino bathroom freshly flushed not necessarily freshly cleaned no remnants left behind. That is the, okay. the boundaries. Okay. The standard. Never. Okay. Yeah. I okay. Cannot. So your standard looks clean kind of toilet. Yeah. It has to like look That's amazing. clean. That's amazing. I don't think I would um, do it in a gas station, but if it was a freshly clean, right. like newer toilet, I feel like I could psych myself out and be okay. Would that, so a two, couple thoughts arise from that. <laughs> One, um, you would be amazing on Fear Factor probably. <laughs> Um, probably not. True. Right? Lots yeah. of snakes, but lots of spiders, part, but the, the eating, eating part, stuff. The eating part. The eating stuff, you would crush it. Uh, yeah, probably. Right? Yeah, as long as and it's not t- alive. All that stuff is alive. Yeah, yeah, then no. I think they named that show wrong, too. It's not about fear. It's just gross. It should be called Gross Factory. Well. They do a lot of, like, height fear stuff. That's like not jumping. scary. Not to some good. people, that's true. Right? You it's have gone from really high heights, Jordan. I know, and it's tried to kill me multiple times. I still go back for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, okay. Yeah, it's not the same. I thought of my back other to one. our mother. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, I did not think um, 
trigger warning. This is controversial, but I did not think I would spank my kids. And I like love spanking mm. my kids. So, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I, yeah. I feel like, uh, the world would be a better place if people were allowed to talk about spanking because the, there's a way to do it and a way not to do it. And if people could teach other people how to do it in a way that is healthy and good versus abusive. And, um, so when I actually was taught, um, in a, like a parenting seminar, seminar, like how to spank in a way that is not harmful to them and helpful. Um, and it was so helpful. It just works so well that I, I wish we could more easily talk about it. So I did end up spanking my children and I'm, I'm very grateful. And side note, while we're on here, um, my, uh, a psychologist friend said that the cutoff, like that you don't want to go past is double digits. So once they hit 10, you, you're not going to use that anymore at all. Mm. You know, that's a great, you just go straight to fist, like. Or belts. Yeah. Belts, probably. Yeah. 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 So it's to belts, whips, things like that. So there's certain like um certain rules to spanking that are really, really important that make it helpful. May I share my rules? Please. Okay. So You may as well now that you started talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. I just Or you should probably share them now that you started talking Mm -hmm. about it. Yeah. I'm I'm just going to. So um first of all, I would only spank for an act of deliberate defiance. I wouldn't spank because they made a mistake or something like that. So it has to be something like they knew it was wrong. They made that choice and defied. Secondly, I never raise my voice during a spanking. I would Mm. always keep my voice very calm. Third, they have to admit what they did was wrong before I will do it. Um... Like, they have to take ownership and understand this is the consequence. Five, Mm. I would never spank them very many times. Just like a couple swats. Because especially when they're younger, it's really about just getting them to connect pain with choices. Because you're trying to prevent them from having greater pain later on in life, right? It's like to protect them. And it works. And it's quick and easy. So I would never, like, wail on a kid, you know? I'm not going to leave marks on them. I'm nothing like that, but just enough for them to be like message received the, to make a connection in their brain. Like this choice leads to pain because it does. So, um, and then I always would, uh, hold them and love them and pray for them when it was over. So they understand like, this is done. This is, this is over. We're not going to address this anymore. You received your consequence. It's over. So those are some mm-hmm. of my, I wish more people could talk about that rather than just saying spanking's okay and then people are like beating and hitting and appropriate spanking is not hitting and it's not mm. beating. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that, Haley, a lot. great. It's also interesting because as you said, you know, those rules are really having <laughs> rules whenever there's a physical component to parenting is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously because we are in such a place of power over children right Mm -hmm. um so yes Haley, i think that's a that's really amazing and also recognizing even with the combination of spanking is not every child will receive 
punishment the same way and or require the same yes. type of punishment. Yes, right? and I, I yeah. would add to that. I would not ever uh, want to spank a child that's been through like foster care or come from an abusive background. Like you need to figure out other mm. methods. But for a child that's been in a healthy, functioning, safe, loving home, um, yeah, spank them. Yeah. Pain is good. Pain is a good teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in love. I love that. Pain and love. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here, going back to kind of the earlier days of motherhood for you ladies, what, if anything, there might not, not have been anything, but what, if anything, surprised you in your first year of motherhood? Was there any, like, major surprises for you guys? Everything was a surprise because everything was so new. <laughs> The the positive thing uh, when it, it like oh it's positive <laughs> that's the first yeah. surprise oh yeah oh yeah like part, part of this isn't so hard wow <laughs> most of it I meant the hard. pregnancy test like that was our <laughs> case I guess it was like oh <laughs> this is happening um yeah anything like like surprise you like oh like I would have expected like I I would have never thought it'd been hard to rock my baby to sleep or was there anything that was surprising or everything was just like uh, this makes sense. I'll go first because Annie looks like she's thinking. So um, I got to be honest, and it sounds so <laughs> cliche and cheesy, but I, ha I had a really easy baby for my first one and was truly nothing but pure delight for me. It wasn't, he was not hard. Um, he slept all the time. He like never cried. He was always happy and jabbery and it was just so easy and it felt very natural for me. And my big surprise was like, um, and this is the cheesy alert, but it's true. Like I <laughs> did not know that I could feel that kind of love and it, it was shocking to me, the love I felt for him. My experience with the other three was different. But that was my first year you asked about, so that's what I should Sure. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what surprised me with our first, um, oh gosh, Nolly. She was just such, what was so surprising is you, like, birth this human and the only grid you have for who they're going to be is who you are and who your spouse is. And then they come out and they're a completely different person. And you're just like, how, how is this possible? Yes. Like how did the two of us create this completely other than being? And, you know, as they grow, you start to recognize parts of yourself and parts of your spouse in them, but still they are just so completely their own person. And to me, that is just, so miraculous and surprising all the time. It's yes. still surprising. Yes. Um, so I remember thinking to myself, I have no idea who you are. Like, did you come from me? <laughs> like, it was almost just like, I have to get to know you to really like fully love you. I mean, I loved her, but it was almost just like I hadn't, I didn't know her. And that was so surprising to me. That's awesome. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I feel like with, our youngest daughter it's still yeah. a major x factor like she's just so much different than her two siblings that it's it's that's still fun like the unexpected who that's what i didn't expect is how different she the kids could be like to that degree yeah what would our x factor be that's just weston right 
What? Like we don't know what they're gonna be like? No, he just like, <clears throat> yeah, just Different. yeah, just like you're still figuring it out. Like, I, I guess the bar really lowered with the fourth one, and it's like <laughs> with the first one you're like upset that they're eating out of the garbage can, and by the fourth one you're like, well, at least he's eating. And, yeah, I mean yeah. Michael. That's true. <laughs> He, I, that's what I was thinking about the entire oh, time. Like, I was thinking Michael. More? Maybe, maybe Michael. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and those who have been around a while have met Michael. Yeah. Now I every time I walk in the door from anywhere I've gone, he is meeting me to ask me about his 3D printer. Like, I I have to tell him, hold on a minute, because he's four feet in the door. <laughs> little obsessed that's amazing that's that's what Knox is right now that's that Knox is in that stage but not with 3d printers he's in that stage almost every day dad can we play chess he's Ooh. big into chess right now really yeah so yeah I started him maybe like four months ago playing checkers because I to get to the point of playing chess right and so we he want to play checkers every day and then finally I got to the point where I'm like this is too easy for you buddy are you ready to and he the only reason he played checkers was so he could play chess he like that's the game he saw the horses he saw the bishops he saw the kings it's he's like daddy i really want to play this game yeah he's fascinated by it he also saw the scene in harry potter where it's like live chess oh. and so that was also really enthralling to him yeah yeah totally totally so then finally we started playing chess and now he just loves playing every day. And we have three different levels that he gets to pick every day which level he wants to play on. So we either do easy, medium, or hard. Mm. And So you're the AI? Yeah. That, that's exactly, Every time I play, I think, like, dude, I'm like the computer right now. Like, with the basic human brain playing against. Yeah. It's kind of, <laughs> kind of funny. Eventually, he'll probably smoke me, but it's kind of fun to play that's right cute. now, at least. What are the questions uh, you got? Okay, let's see. Um, okay. Okay. What was something that you liked or didn't like about the, ra- you, the way you were raised that you wanted to do for your children? So maybe is, was there something that you liked about the way you were raised that you wanted to also do for your children? Mm-hmm. Do you have one, Annie? You want to go first? Are you thinking? I'm still thinking. Okay. Yeah, um, you go okay. ahead. Um, one thing I'm so thankful for and grateful for about the way I was raised is, uh, okay, it's two. My parents um, always wanted me around. Like I never in my life have felt like I was an inconvenience to them or they never mm. like told me to go away. They brought me into everything they did. And they were both really hard workers and taught me how to work hard. So it's kind of two and two. So up until I was 10, my parents managed an apartment complex. And so they would do all, when someone would move out, they would um, do all the cleaning and stuff and, you know, paint the walls and take all the light fixtures off and wash them and everything. And there was a communal um, laundromat. And so they taught me how to clean really, really well. And it was, like, so fun for me to clean with them and go over to the apartment. My dad let me do all the trim work on the painting when I was really young. And um, the laundry room, they would equip me with, like, a bucket and toothbrush and Q-tips. And I would clean out all the, you know, little tiny cracks and crevices of the washing machines. 
And so they taught me how to clean. And same with the garden. I'm, I love gardening. I'm an avid gardener. And they um, were always in the garden and they both still are. And um, I was always out there with them and they would teach me how to garden and grow from seed and stuff like that. So wow. I, I am so thankful my parents taught me how to work hard and that hard work is actually really fun. And I'm so thankful that they always wanted me around and um, they still always want me around. Like I never feel like I'm bugging them or annoying them. And I was actually talking to my mom this morning about this. I, I'm very motivated and I'm very intrinsically motivated to make my parents proud of me like knowing that my parents are proud of me mm. I, that will drive me very very hard and that includes jordan's mm. parents as well like yeah but that's not necessarily part of the way i was raised but i'm so grateful for that um i have more but annie you go those are really good Haley. i like that oh gosh yeah um there were six of us growing up and so i know um gosh and we I think my, my parents really raised us to be really good friends to each other as siblings. Mm. And part of that was living out in the country. And so we didn't really have like a neighborhood, you know, to just like ride our bikes around and play. We did live in the neighborhood for a few years, but when we moved to the country, it was just a six and we were homeschooled. And I loved the childhood I had just being on the land and playing in the river and playing, you know, um, Gosh, what's the game where you hide the flag and you have to go find it? Capture the flag. <laughs> Capture, Capture the, flag. the flag. Out in the fields, in the woods at night and stuff like that. So just, yeah, I think they did give us a really beautiful childhood. But having six kids, it was hard to have that one-on-one -on -one time. And so that was something I craved as a kid was just having more one-on-one -on -one time with my parents. I felt so drawn and connected to both of my parents. I still do. Um, feel that way um, and so they made our birthdays like really really special mm. um, and so we just got totally spoiled on our birthdays so you know that was like healthy in one sense but also uh, not because as an adult I still like will have these like unmet expectations on my birthday thinking that I'm this still this insecure girl who still needs to be connected to my parents and it's like wait I'm an adult now like it's okay for me to <laughs> not have so many expectations for this one day of the year because I I am loved every day of the year um you know but those things you don't realize as a parent it's funny Curtis you said this really good quote the other day like you don't as a kid you don't realize you're watching your parents grow up hmm. And I think I had that revelation when I was a teenager. When I was a teenager, I was like, oh, my parents are doing this for the first time. Like, I, they're mm -hmm. figuring this out as I'm getting older. This isn't something that they're experts on. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, gave me a lot of grace and compassion for them. So wow. hopefully my kids will feel the same way. That's awesome. That's amazing, babe, that you recognize that as a teenager. Yeah, it is. It's I'm 18. I was like 17. That's way Still. sooner than I yeah. figured it out. Still. Like, I think I didn't realize it until I just said that thing to you. <laughs> Today I learned. <laughs> I was so self-absorbed. I had no capacity to think about what my parents I don't, I don't know if I ever would have thought of you. Well, at least for most of your life, I wouldn't have thought of you as self-absorbed. I would have. You were just always In my own going home. somewhere. 
yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Like I, I, yeah, that's exactly. I was always just moving. Yeah, you didn't stop moving. Thing. Just. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So let's see. That might. Wait. Be most I want to do main... one more thing. Oh yeah. Okay. So this is kind of a uh, kind of a positive one, ish. So my parents got divorced when I was. I think by the time the divorce was final, I was like twelve. And um, I am so thankful for my dad, the way that he, um, the way that he parented through divorce. He, um, I, I, you know, you go, when your parents get divorced, when you're young, you go from seeing them every day to, you know, every other weekend, every other Wednesday or every Wednesday, you know, six weeks in the summer, every other holiday. And that is obviously hard, but, um, my dad, despite what he was going through, he was always so present with me when I was with him and went out of his way. Like he was fully there. And so when I look back on that, even though it was hard and there wasn't as much time, I don't remember his absence. I only remember his presence. Mm -hmm. And even though, because I was like becoming a teenager and I wanted to be with my friends all the time. So a lot of the times on my dad's weekends, I would like go hang out with my friends and I wasn't thinking about him at all, but I always knew he wanted me to be with him and he would, he would always be available, like always. And he still is. He's always available for me. So. And how did he relay that to you, Haley? How how oh. did he relay it to you that he was – how did you know my dad wants to hang out with me even though you were going to go hang out with your friends? Like how did you know that? Um, well, physically, he was just there, and he made space for me to make his new home my home too. So I mm-hmm. very distinctly remember – one trip we went to Shopco. It always involves cleaning supplies. It it is. Yeah. <laughs> we 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 went to shop he had got this little tiny 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 house which actually just burned down in the fires on um Jenny oh, Road in Honestville. Oh. And he um he took me to Shopco and let me pick out whatever cleaning or um Lions, sorry. <laughs> it was okay, fire. that's sorry. I was like, wait, how far the fire? That's cool. I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna call it out. I was gonna wait till last. Sorry, but, it was lions in my head. Um, he took me to Shopco and let me pick out any cleaning supplies I wanted so that I could like clean the house however I wanted. And I had, any cleaning I had supplies. a room and he let me, Your love language. he let me decorate the walls however I wanted. And, and, uh, he asked what we wanted for dinner and I'd never had hamburger helper before. Like we were very, our family was very like eat dinner every night. We always had a salad, you know, full lots, all the courses and stuff. And, um, I really wanted to try Hamburger Helper, and he let me get Hamburger Helper and make it. Um, He just made my room and my space, like, all mine so that I knew I was wanted there. I had a space there, you know. And um, my dad was kind of a boss at being a daddy. Like, he would always, even through high school, because I moved back in with him when I was in high school, and he would leave me little love notes every morning, like, just love you, sweetie. See you tonight, or I'll miss you, princess, or whatever. And he would give me flowers often, um, just bring me flowers, and um, and he listened to me, which is like kind of a big deal because mm. there's a lot to listen to. So like when I was in high school and I was going through hormonal changes, and I was kind of 
crazy. Like I would just be like ranting and crying and angry and happy and said things that were not very nice. And he would just sit on my bed and listen and nod and listen and nod. And he wouldn't even ever say anything. He would just be like, okay, well, I'm sorry. That's amazing. But it, what a, it meant everything amazing. to me. Like he was so stable and steady. That's amazing. That's so good to hear. I think that's really good to hear for, I think, for single parents right now out mm-hmm. there too. Um, but even for parents and, and for dads in general to hear that was such a healthy thing for a, a daughter to have. So that's really, and for sons too, but more so for daughters in the respect of like hearing, having someone just listen to them. Yeah. I think if I brought my that's... son's flowers, I'd get some really strange <laughs> looks. I'm just, if I left a note that just said, I miss you, sweetie. <laughs> Can you see Crosby getting that note? Crosby like face. Yeah. I'm thinking of lots of April Fool's jokes right now. That's a good Crosby face. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, okay, so that's all the, the the main questions that I had for you, ladies. You're not going to do Thank that last going... one? Question number nine? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, the most important question. I forgot. I'm sorry. Are you ladies excited about being grandmas? <laughs> yes, of course I'm excited about being a grandma. <laughs> I know it's not exactly applicable to the moment. Hopefully. Not for you. <clears throat> no, not for us. True. Um, Haley, you. Uh, no. Much closer. <laughs> no, it's, it's the, not. the reality of that, the the fact that that is actually a legitimate possibility in our life um, is horrifying to me. And I cannot think about the joy one day knowing it's possible. And also Michael calls me gammy all the time because of Sheldon. He <laughs> says I'm Sheldon's gammy because I can't be his mommy because he's the daddy. So I can't be the mommy. So he calls me gammy. And oh. I hate it. And I tell him every time, I hate that. Can't we call me something else? He's like, no, but you're gammy. So that I feel like that's put a bitter taste in my mouth towards. I get that's it. fair. Yeah. So that's my. I get it. I'm sure it'll be great someday. I'll, I'll jump off that bridge when I get to it. It's weird. He doesn't like, yeah. ever like, he doesn't poke at, things that people hate that often and that's like the one thing he's picked to be like mom's annoyed by this so i'm gonna keep doing it he won't let it go because mom's the safest person in the world for him so he's just like yeah i can poke mom yeah Yeah. um yeah it is interesting Haley. in your situation you're gonna potentially potentially be dealing with multiple daughter daughter daughter-in-laws right Mm -hmm. and so that dynamic of daughter-in-laws and a gaggle of them Mm -hmm. that's a whole that's a whole nother dynamic for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting. That's kind of cha- a challenge in and of itself. But. I think I do think that will be amazing. I, I don't think about grandchildren that often, but I do think about daughter-in-laws. I've just always said, like, people have asked me, do you ever wish you had a girl? I'm like, <clears throat> no. And um, someday I will have my daughters via my son's wives. And I think I will be a really good Uh, I'm a really good mother. I will be a really good mother-in-law because I am broken when it comes to like traditions or fun things or birthdays. Like you were talking about, Oh, I'm, I'm the worst. I, I'm not wired that way at all. And I like, don't care. It's fine. I'm not, I'm not upset by it. No, you, (laughs) my kids aren't either. They understand. Well, we we did, we had some friends over that came over from out of town and they came for a graduation and the wife was graduating and Haley went out to the dollar store and got all these decorations. And it was like, it looked like Annie threw up on our house for like an afternoon. 
and I was like, this is so, I didn't even know what to do. Like, it was the most strange, like, we've never had that. And she's like, I just want to do this for her. It's going to be great. She's going to love it. The kids are involved and, you know, the whole thing. And she's like, I was like, you you just never do this for your own children. I don't think about it. It doesn't come to my mind. (laughs) She's like, should I feel bad? I was like, no, no, don't get the wrong idea. Please don't start doing this for the children. I remember. (laughs) That's hilarious. That's amazing. Don't misunderstand me. Anyway, my whole point in saying that is I I don't think like problems of, well, who do we spend with for this holiday? You know, I won't be I won't be a problem. I'll be like, you do your thing and then come see me whenever. Like I'm easy about Mm -hmm. that stuff because I'm not stuck. You say that now. I do say that. Right. That's yeah. So I think it'll stick. I think just, you know, maybe it won't. Yeah. I look forward to having a relationship with my daughter-in-laws. I have the best mother-in-law in the world, so I feel like I have a very good example to pull from. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Very cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I think it's exciting because it's this expansion of your family with, you know, to a degree, less responsibility in the taking care of their own stuff. You know, let them take care of theirs to their some degree. But yeah. Um, speaking of, speaking yeah. of mother-in-laws and moms... Curtis, what did you do for your mom this month? For Mother's Day? Yeah. Well, that's a great question, Jordan. I don't have too much to brag about. Um, we spent yesterday <laughs> at their house. It's not a contest. Yesterday at their house, um, hanging then, out with my grandfather, who flew in from Colorado. Or yeah. no, drove drove from Colorado. Um, and then today we gave her some gifts. And had, a, had her over for dinner. Had her over for dinner. And margaritas. Margaritas. And and now she is watching our children while we do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, That's our like kids mom. are old Appreciate enough. Actually, no, I, ha- I wish I had this card up here because Curtis wrote in his mom's Mother's Day card, which I bought. But anyways, he wrote the most amazing, like, poetry and I was and I read it and I was like you don't write this stuff about me <laughs> it was beautiful it was and, fun but it was also sarcastic to a degree like it was so poetic like it was oozing, so, like, like eloquent and like fancy words and it just sounded like you know on the soars on the wings of grace and you know just like silly she did roll her eyes but she had a you know she felt loved she knew yeah. what he was doing <laughs> she goes yeah. you did you Google this? <laughs> yeah, that's what she asked. She asked if I Googled the like Googled some writing or something. You should have said no, no, no. I use DuckDuckGo. No one uses Google anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Curtis, do you yeah. write poetry? You know, I do not write very much at all because I spend every day at work writing all day long. So. I don't have a lot of passion to write outside of it, but I have recently been thinking about, mm. I really do enjoy listening to audiobooks, And I like kind of like sci-fi, adventure, fantasy audiobooks. Um, and I think it would be fun to write something like that maybe someday. So that's not poetry. Maybe you could do a sci-fi poem. Write a, write a, like a science fiction novel? Yeah. Okay. A science fiction novel. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like a... Uh, um, they have like this thing called basically it's like a MMO RPG 
literary things. So basically, it's like people are listening to somebody, an audiobook of somebody like going through a video game adventure, like bringing. It, it's confusing. It's complicated. But um, <laughs> yeah, there's some. It sounds, that it sounds like listening to someone talk about Twitch. Kind of, except it's like somebody's Twitch experience, right? All right. Yeah. That's fair. So, anyways, silly stuff. But, um, Jordan, I wanted to just throw down some real quick, uh, nothing really big, nothing really big, guys, but I just wanted to throw down some interesting stuff this week, um, if that's okay. Do it. Um, so everybody probably heard about the Chinese rocket that was out of control, right? That it's was landed, flying to right? the Earth. It landed in the ocean. It landed. Indian it landed ocean. in the in. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Indian Ocean. Um, and well, one um, of the places it was like, like had a slight chance of hitting was Philly. Right. Yeah, they were suspicious for Philly, and I was talking with you that we should try to like, if it did land in Philly, get some of the debris, sell it on eBay, yeah. whatnot. Um, Is he joking? But no, okay. he actually suggested that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. But I was really proud of the NASA administrator, uh, Bill Nelson. He released a statement, basically, like, kind of not condemning, but, like, you know, calling China out a bit and saying that China is failing to meet responsible standards regarding space debris um, because China is currently, they are building their own space station right now. Oh. Not a lot of people, I feel like, are aware of this. But China is, that was that, that rocket booster was part of their... Um, their steps towards building their own right. independent space station because they don't they don't agree with a lot of the international space station countries. Um, so just something to kind of be aware of that China's doing some stuff. They're they're being <clears throat> pretty aggressive and not necessarily team players on the international level to the point where their debris is falling on potentially random countries. And you know that's could that be interesting people. if that's if that's what triggered a war. Was somebody was just careless wow. with a rocket? Because I mean, this was just the it was the booster rocket that detached. They didn't mm-hmm. wreck the rocket. The rocket kept going, and it was, I believe, successful. It was just yeah. the fuel tank rocket that just dropped off. They usually just drop off and go in the ocean, uh, unlike SpaceX's, which just fly back unmanned and land themselves on a dime, which is wild, incredible, and crazy. <clears throat> They're incredible. Um, okay, so should we TIL and shower thought it? Yeah, let's finish this off. Let's do it. We talked a lot about Let's moms. That's good. And a hundredth episode. I feel so honored to be on your hundredth episode. Triple digits. Triple digits, baby. All right. I actually only have one TIL. So. Oh, I have a few, but I'm gonna just pick okay. one because I'm not like married okay. to them all. Okay. I I thought this one. This actually made me think of you, Jordan, a little bit. Um, today I learned that the firearms manufacturer Beretta maker of primary service handgun for the United States Army, the M9, has been in continuous operation since 1526 when they made barrels for the Venetian Army or Navy. I had no idea that Beretta had been around since 1526. I didn't realize it was that far back, but I knew it was pretty far. A lot of those guys are pretty dang far back. I didn't realize they were that far back, but that's crazy. 1526. Oh, cool. That's a few years ago. That's like, yeah, it's like a baker's dozen, I think. It's like four people ago. Or five yeah. people ago. Five, yeah. Crazy. All right, hit me. Okay, I'm just going to do one because I, th- I thought of you, actually. That's funny. I thought of you when I read this. Today I learned Wavelings, baby. that the Mississippi River was once five miles wide 
and whales swam up it from the Gulf of Mexico. The remains of these whales have been found in Michigan. <gasps> what? Michigan? That's a long ways up there. So, like, it must have been, like, when the glaciers were thawing or something? You find, that's like, wild. whale parts in Michigan. I mean, that's... The first... The first part of that TIL, though, I thought you said the Mississippi Ripper. I almost so did. I he said, did. He just said it wrong. Because I was like, oh, no, he thinks about when he thinks about serial killers, he thinks about me. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I mean, that's well, episode one. I do like scary movies. I do like scary movies. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Shower thoughts. Let's okay. see. Shower thoughts. Pull my shower thoughts. Okay. I only have three. I'm I have three go, shower thoughts. I'll go first. If parallel worlds yeah. really exist, then every movie is based on a true story. Yes. Uh, that's good. Absolutely. Okay. We are more worried about the rise of artificial intelligence than the decrease of real intelligence. Mm. Oh, that's sad and true. Mm. Yeah. Um, this is great for a colorblind person to point out that you can't incorrectly color in a picture of a chameleon. <laughs> That's good. I like that. I like that. Um, I'm okay. just going to color Actually, chameleons I think I have, from now I think on. I, have, I think I have four shower thoughts. Sorry. Okay. Um, it would be really, really tricky to handcuff a one-armed person. <laughs> you just cuff them to their waist. Yeah, but what what if they're not wearing a belt? Or wait, how do you cuff them to their waist with one zip arm? Ties. You'd have to have a lot of zip ties. It's It'd be leg. a complex no, procedure. No, no, you just cuff them to work. one of their legs. You can't oh, yes. do this thing. <laughs> you keep telling them to stand up. Or just, stand up. Or like this. Yeah, to their neck. Sorry. <laughs> or just yank Taylor's head. You sorry. just can't cuff Taylor's head. Okay, all right, hit me. Uh, people who are bad at spelling probably have more secure passwords. <laughs> <laughs> on that same on that same note, on that same note, the fact that the word dyslexic is so hard to spell is really an F you to anybody that is dyslexic. Yeah, so is lisp. How do you tell someone what you have? I have a yeah. lip. Yeah, I, lip. I do too. I have two of them. Cool. Yeah. Congrats. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jello starts out as a fun, innocent treat for kids. Then it goes through crazy college party years and eventually ends up in hospitals and old folks' homes. <laughs> the journey so of Jello. Dude. You should the write a poem about that, Curtis. The journey of Jello. <laughs> My great grandma would always make Jello salad for every holiday. It's a very <laughs> versatile food. Is it a food? It'd be like shredded carrots yeah, I mean, it's and chocolate gravy, and it'd be green or orange or. Okay, well, I, I that I'm sorry, it's not a shower thought, but I have to throw it out there real quick since we're on the topic of Jello, and it made me think about hospital food because Jello is <laughs> one of the big things in hospital food, and you can't have red Jello, right? Well, well hang on, but right before you say that, I don't like when people put pretzels on the Jello desserts. That's <gasps> gross. It's delicious. It's <sighs> so good. I don't know. It's I like Jello in like strawberry pies, like strawberry pie Jellos. Is that a thing, right? Jello and strawberry. <laughs> That's called jam. That's what you put that's on your toast. That's called jam. <laughs> that's a that's for breakfast. Oh, I made like a strawberry Jello pie with like a pretzel crust and a cool whip. Sorry if good. I offended you. Cool whip. Cool whip. 
Um, but speaking of Jello and hospital food, since we're on the subject, in Switzerland, um, there was a study of 645 people with chronic heart failure, and they did a randomized trial and found that those who were given regular hospital food, as opposed to like a personal nutrition plan, had double the mortality risk within 30 days. So don't eat regular hospital food. Make sure you're on a dietitian nutrition plan. Because some people refuse nutrition plans when they're in the hospital. <laughs> so hmm. just a little random note I throw out there. I like the okay. when people get on the no salt ones, it just looks so gross. Oh, the low sodium. Yeah, yeah the two gram sodium diet. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, do you get any more? I got one more. Uh, you go first, and I'll pick one. Yeah. All right. So this is kind of interesting to me because I feel like a lot of life is just – um, shades of gray. I feel like a lot of life is shades of gray and relativity. What are you talking about? So people will swim in the ocean, even though there's absolutely most definitely dead corpse corpses in the ocean, right? Human corpses as well. But people will not swim in a pool with a corpse in it. I would. Often. <laughs> well, Haley, now we know might drink out of that pool. Why not? Um, what if that pool was just a giant toilet? But that's the thing. It is. Humans, we all have, basically we have a corpse to water ratio that's acceptable to swim in. That is true. Right? Yeah. That is true. Like, I can see the corpse, I'm not going to swim near the corpse. Well, I'd probably cut it off oh. at like five. What? Like, <laughs> five corpses? Five corpses? Yeah. Yeah. Five corpses in a pool. I, mean, just, I, mean, I was here and I was like, ma'am, you just crossed a, a, an investigation line to swim. Yeah, and they'd have to yeah. be sunk. I don't want floating corpses. Oh, okay. well, that's yeah, okay, that's a bar. Yeah, yeah. And also, like in a river, think about how much, you know, like shit and like dead corpses and all that stuff is in a river that you're swimming well, in or a pond fish. all the time, right? Dude. I don't swim in rivers. Oh yeah, she wouldn't. Yeah, she'd swim in a pool oh, okay. with corpses, but a river? <laughs> no, not gonna happen. Don't get like, crazy. Don't get yeah, crazy. Don't, don't, don't go crazy. Yeah. All right, that's all I got. Okay. Um, let's see. Santa Claus knows exactly where all the evil people are in the world, but doesn't do a dang thing about it. <laughs> so who's really the evil one? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Touche. Touche. Well, ladies, we appreciate you so much. Thank you for being partners and mothers to our children. And you are a super hu- us, superhuman lady. To your children. Partners in crime and tour. <laughs> you gotta snort another margarita. I know. I need to go finish off the rest of our margaritas, babe. It's gonna get crazy. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Are Thank we out now? Right. Yeah, we're out, All guys. Right. Thank you, guys. you for joining us, episode 100. We want to come back. All right. Yeah. Deal. Love it. Love it. See you guys later. Okay, bye. Peace out.